Hey everyone, this is Garrett Ferguson. Welcome to American Made. In today's episode, for all you college students and parents of, we will be discussing free speech on college campuses. We have two guests with us today, so let's get into it. The debate over free speech rights of students and guest speakers on campus has been ongoing for many years now. Prager U cited a study that found only 30% of college seniors strongly agreed with the question, is it safe to hold unpopular positions on this campus? In an article from The Atlantic, two historians debate free speech on college campuses today. One of them said, and I quote, while some protests against speakers take ugly turns, something that is not particular to our current era, much of that drive is to challenge figures invited to campus, shows that students are actually paying attention and listening, end quote. What this tells me is that this historian is actually condoning violence against speakers by simply saying, well, at least the students are listening. Now for our first guest on the phone is Ryan Lambert, a political science student of UNCC. Thanks for having me. So Ryan, what are your thoughts about free speech on campuses across the U.S.? Are they being restricted? I believe free speech at public schools in the U.S. is being restricted to, to fit a specific narrative within the school's criteria. I also believe free speech on campuses are being restricted for the wrong reasons. It's one thing to prevent someone from speaking racist nonsense, but it's almost immoral to restrict speech that goes against your political views. Now, this article written by UNCC student Brittany says, and I quote, There is truly something that can be gained from all arguments, even offensive ones, end quote. Would you agree with this? I would definitely agree. General arguments can be a learning experience because it can be introducing others to a new perspective that no one hasn't thought of. Offensive arguments can be helpful as long as you bring proof and evidence of what you're arguing. Okay, so imagine yourself as the speaker. How would you feel if police must be hired just for you to be able to speak, while people outside are rioting and throwing Molotovs causing hundreds and thousands of dollars in damage? just like they did to Milo Yiannopoulos at UC Berkeley. Honestly, I would be horrified and disgusted. The fact that I couldn't speak about any of my views because it offends someone or goes against their views is utterly sad. And on top of that, a riot needs to be caused. It just shows that some people will go to the extremes just to shut down free speech, along with the university standing by not having any students arrested. Good deal. Well, Ryan, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Now for our next guest, we have a UNCC graduate now pursuing his master's at another school, Phil Thomas. Thanks for having me. Okay, Phil, so you've been around UNCC long enough to know how things work. Would you say in your time here that you've witnessed any free speech restrictions on this campus? If any of that did occur while I was here, I personally didn't witness any of it. Uh, I felt like in my four years that we were all felt like it was a good environment to where we didn't feel restricted on any of our free speech. Well, they do have a green light rating from FIRE, an organization that monitors campus policies to see if they restrict free speech, so that's great. In another article written by a UNCC student, Casey quoted saying, I remember the officer telling me as we were escorted out of the building that if we had shared our message in the free speech zone, we would have been fine, end quote. Do you think free speech zones help or hurt free speech among students? I don't really agree with the free speech zones. I think there are certain time and places for everything. Uh, you know, you can't just stand up in front of the middle of a class and go off topic and call it free speech and disrupt the class by doing that. But I don't really ne uh, necessarily agree with having designated zones where you can 
uh, only have free speech in, in those certain zones. Of course, of course. In one peer-reviewed article by Dan Herbert says that courts and commentators have suggested that speech such as defamatory statements and obscene utterances referred to by academics and jurists as low-value speech should receive less First Amendment protection. However, Herbert says no speech should be considered low-value. Would you agree? I would have to agree with the first one. I don't think that you should be able to come up and just threaten somebody or, you know, be blatantly racist and, you know, call it free speech and justify it that way. Uh, as long as it's clear on what's low-value speech and what's not low-value speech, I would agree with going that route. Well, it's been a pleasure, Phil. Thanks for coming on. No problem. So we've learned that free speech is being restricted on other campuses, but not really at UNCC. Unfortunately, we're out of time. So that's all, folks. <laughs>